these threats have been there, as we've talked about now, for uh, you know decades, but they're getting more and more sophisticated. And the fact that governments are now backing these hackers um, has really, really upped the game, um, not only here in the United States, but globally. When we talk about the attackers planning things, they almost change their attack on a daily basis, which means the defense to uh, get rid of those attacks, to head them off is more and more difficult. But talk about where the United States is, because something like this wouldn't sneak up on us to say. Uh, no, you know, we, we, the good thing is because we were so far out in front of the, of the cybersecurity 15 or 20 years ago, um, we, we really know what to look for. Um, but, you know, artificial intelligence and machine learning have, have sort of changed the landscape. The good news is we're kind of out in front with that, too. Um, the real challenge is um, that, that the Chinese, in particular, um, uh, the Russians, the Russians to a lesser extent, they're playing they're playing a different game. They're more they're more trying to just disrupt us and keep us fighting. But the Chinese are are, are getting into our, our systems and they're stealing our technology so they can mimic it and so they can learn it. Um, and you know, as, as FBI Director Ray mentioned in front of Congress last week, um, they're planning this attack called Volt Typhoon which means if they go physically attack Taiwan and we respond um, that we are obligated to do by treaty, um, that they would then hit targets, civilian targets, with these cyber attacks inside of the United States to, to disrupt us while, uh, while they're attacking Taiwan. With us is Dr. John Nicholas, Director of Center for Information and Communication at Ball State University, formerly with the University of Akron. So, John, to counter that, is the United States prepared, in your opinion? Uh, well, we are, we're getting we are getting there. Um, I, the fact that we have discovered this um, malware or these botnets that are that are on our systems means that we are on our we are on top of our game. Um, now, finding every little piece of that is going to be challenging. Um, but uh, it looks like the NSA, the CISA, the FBI, uh, the the, the you know, uh, DOJ and everybody else are all eyes and all efforts uh, on getting this stuff out of our systems. Um, so there will be no disruption of electrical service or water service or pipeline service should this happen. John, and just so people understand, and we mentioned Russia and China with somewhat of a planned cyber counter move, the United States has a lot of technology in regards to this, but we have not used that in a, quote, major cyber attack. And I thought maybe you could educate people on where the United States is with their technology. Well, uh, we've always we've always been at the at the leading edge. Um, the, the you know the, the strength of our country with the diversity of companies and thoughts that go into this stuff have kept us ahead of of the game, which is why people are stealing from us. Um, we we have capabilities um, that that can do the same thing to China and and perhaps beyond. Um, I I don't know if you remember maybe uh, it was. Uh, uh, six or seven years ago, where we got into uh, an Iranian nuclear facility and we spun their centrifuges so fast that we destroyed their development of, of the nuclear material. So we have the ability to get into actual specific places to do really targeted attacks and things like that. Um, so we would be able to counterattack, not with any sort of civilian disruption, because that is not our game. Um, but we should be, and I would I would I would be surprised if we were not in already in both Russia and uh, and Chinese military installations and equipment to some degree. 
With us is Dr. John Nicholas, again, director of the Center for Information and Communication Sciences at Ball State University, formerly very similar role at the University of Akron. John, with that being said, what's your concern level about a possible global attack on the United States and the ability to counter or head that off? I, you know, I would I would say right now on a scale of zero to ten or one to ten, I, I'm at about a seven. Um, I'm not to the alarmist stage yet, um, uh, you know. But I I would say it would be wise for everybody um, uh, to to stock up on on durable goods and sort of all the stuff that we did at the at the beginning of the pandemic, um, you know, non-perishable goods and water and things like that. Um, because, uh, you know, an attack that would even take the water out for a couple of days, or, or if you remember the colonial pipeline attack uh, where there was no gas in the southeast for several weeks, how disruptive that can all be. Um, so, you know, I'm not quite to the alarmist stage, um, but I would say make sure that you have plenty of provisions in place and all that, because even if your electricity goes out for, for two or three weeks, that's a long time to go without electricity. There's no doubt about that. John, and then the final thing is I want you to talk about the commitment by the United States, and I know you know a lot about this, into the cyber wars, because we hear so much about boots on the ground. We hear about drones and all this other stuff. But the new age of warfare is what we're talking about, cyber attacks. And the United States, as you mentioned, always among the leader. That's why they're trying to come after us. Big commitment by the United States in this type of, what, protection, defense, and also offense. Oh, right. Yeah, they, every every um, institution in the United States has has upped their cybersecurity, particularly in the last you know, four or five years, um, to protect against attacks. Um, and and so I think we we are, you know, it's really just one of those things. Like I've said before, you just have to stay diligent, um, even in our own personal lives. But the government is staying very diligent across the board. Um, I, you know, we've got the best people in the world, the best eyes on it. So if anything does happen, I'm confident we will be able to, to turn it around and fix it very quickly. Um, but yeah, um, and so I think I think we're ready. Um, I, but you never know when somebody's going to get that little piece of code that, that nobody here has ever seen before, and, and we don't know it's there until it hits us. So, so that, that's why I'm saying a seven out of ten. I think we're ready. But there's always that chance somebody can write that little piece of code that, that nobody is really looking for that can sneak through and do some damage. Yeah, and John, on a related note, but kind of off the beaten path a little bit, you teach the students, I know, cybersecurity and attacks and all this intel information. You're seeing a lot more students trying to get involved in this, and you're seeing a lot in the job market in regards to companies, agencies, and beyond heading this off and I imagine the commitment is higher than it's ever been in regards to the job market and other people looking to make sure they're protected. Uh, that, that's right. I mean, almost every school, you know, I noticed Kent State recently um, has, has up their cybersecurity programs. Um, here in Indiana, um, they're, they're trying to get 41,000 students, uh, students or uh, uh, tech employees by, by the year 2030 in the state. Uh, every state across the country is, is looking to hire cybersecurity professionals, and, and there's a lot of ways to go about it. I mean, if you, if you want to retool um, and you're already in a professional or you have a college degree, I, you know, there's a lot of those certificates in, in Udemy and LinkedIn Learning and that kind of thing where you can go out and, and pick up the skills that you need to do this. Um, if I were a junior in, um, in, in high school right now, I would, um, 
I, I would be looking at a cybersecurity degree um, because the good thing about the college education where it seems a little long game is you really get good at what you're doing and why, but you'll still need to upskill and get some of those professional cert certifications later on. Um, so if you're looking for a career change or if you're feeling particularly patriotic after this news and you want to go out and, and help, help be part of this defense, Upskill yourself, go out and get a, get a degree, get some of these certifications and get in the field because there is a high demand. Um, the money is really good right now, but really for the protection of our infrastructure and our way of life, it might be the most important job out there right now.